What's so funny? I just don't. I don't really know what you want. Well, so <laughs> I know what we're doing here. Well, I wanted to talk about. It's John. It's John. Gluten is not your problem. Conversations with culinary chameleon, modern day Renaissance man, and my friend Walter Schmidt. Join us for insights, musings, and rants on food culture, life, the universe, and more. Please enjoy. I don't want to take your fun away from you. I think think before I actually gave anyone money and brought that into my house, I would be reading the whole thing. I mean, I know try new things and that's good, but... Fair enough. It was on... <laughs> it was on the sale rack at Grocery Outlet, you and don't I was have like, any "Fuck allergies. it." No, no. I think if you were allergic to even one thing, I would read. You'd be reading things a little bit more. I'm not either. I have fear, so you know yeah. that's my motivator. Now, what's <laughs> foolish is like, <laughs> are you saying I have no fear? Well, you have no fear, and you have no allergies, so it's yeah. like you're just like, yeah. Hmm, what's this new weird thing? I will give you my money, and I will take it home and find <laughs> Put out. Put it in my body. Yeah, whatever it is. Um, what could go wrong? I should have looked at the side because usually, so the whole thing about the milk, it's like, it's just a vehicle for the smoothie, for the kale. The milk is, so I get it because I can throw it in the cupboard. It doesn't have to be refrigerated. I can just have it, whatever. It's shelf stable, whatever. And so I just, and usually it's super low calorie because I'm, again, but I didn't look at this one. We're going to start all these podcasts off with you talking about your kale intake. Is that, <laughs> is that how we're going to get everyone to stop listening? Yeah, that's exactly Here they right. Here fucking go again. Um, John's kale. Last how, week. How's your, how's your butthole doing? Mm. How's your kale? I mean, it, it's good. A lot of fiber. It's good. In Fair Verona where we In lay Fair our, Verona. Where we lay our scene. Is that? Is that? star-crossed lovers. The opening of Romeo and Juliet? Is that what it is? Yeah. Oh, really? Are you looking that up? You know? Yes. A, you don't believe me. That hurts my heart. But No, I believe you. I just, <laughs> I want that. So do you know it? Not do the whole have... thing. Oh, okay. Two households, both alike in dignity, in fair Verona, where we lay our scene. From ancient grudge, break to new mutiny, where civil blood makes, makes... civil hands unclean. From forth the fatal loins of these two foes, a pair of star-crossed lovers take their life, whose misadventures pietus overthrows. Do with their death bury their parents' strife, the fearful passage of the death-marked love, and the countenance, continuance, I can't read this so small, of their parents' rage, which but their children's end not could remove is now the two hours traffic of our stage. The which, if you with patient ear ears attend, what here shall miss very patient ears toil our attention shall right strive now. to mend. I'm reading something I've never read before and I can't You've never read bigger. Romeo and Juliet? I mean probably in like ninth grade, but well, did you see the movie with Leonardo DiCaprio and Claire Danes? Really count, does no, it? No, it absolutely does. They stuck to the script. Was, well, sir, yes, they stuck to the indeed. script. Harumph, I say. No, like, it was it was great. The way that they did it, the iambic pentameter, like, everything. They stuck to the original Shakespeare. That's what made it such a weird thing, because they were reaching out to the mm-hmm. youth using flashy colors and uh, 
they didn't change any verb, but like when the, they fight Tybalt and like them at the at the gas station, mm-hmm. and they pull out their swords, it's like rapier and whatever mm-hmm. on, written on their guns because they all have guns, right? But yeah, they didn't. Yeah, they made very little allowances for the modern age. But I was not a theater kid. Sure, you didn't um, have to. Be. That's the whole point. Is like they were speaking to people who weren't. Right. You should watch it. And the soundtrack is fucking I'm awesome. pretty sure I had, had the cardigans. Love me, love me. Yeah. Say yeah, yeah, that yeah. you love me. Yeah. That's um, you got it. No, but everybody I knew who were theater geeks were in love with that movie in high school. They yeah, I, I felt really bad. I um, <laughs> It's kind of fucked up, a fucked up story. So mm-hmm. um, about that same year when that movie came out and the soundtrack mm-hmm. hit the stores... Um, somebody gave it to my sister's boyfriend at the time. I think his name was Jonathan. Super nice kid. Um, and they were living down in Ashland. And I was I went down to visit Catherine. And I was there for his birthday party. And I stole the CD <laughs> from him. And from who? From, from Jonathan. Okay. His, I stole his birthday present <laughs> from him. Why would you do such a thing? Because it was awesome and I wanted it. I don't know because I was a little shithead. I was just a little asshole. And Does so I, he know? Oh, well, years later, they were together for like five years or something or three years. And so years later, like he came up and he was visiting. I was still in high school and um, I had it. It was in the computer or something. And I was had been listening to it. And like back then you could put CDs in your computer and like it would give you different menu options. You could yeah. like click on like not games necessarily, but different like cool stuff would, mm-hmm. would happen. And... Um, he was visiting, and I felt ba- I was starting to feel bad about it. I was like, "All right, I'm gonna give it back to him." So I, I put it all back together, and it was when I was uh, I caught him alone, like just before we're leaving for dinner or something. I was like, he was like coming out of his little guest room thing, and I was like, "Hey, John, can I talk to you?" And he's like, yeah, what's up? And I was like, "I just want to give this back to you." And he's like, "Fucking what? <laughs> like you took this? Like I couldn't? I tore my couch apart. I accused other friends of mine of stealing it. Like you did it?" I was like, "Yeah, I'm sorry, man." He's like, that's so fucked up. And he was like really mad at me for like a while about it. But Are you guys still friends? I have no idea where that guy is. <laughs> it they brought, it was like my sister's boy. Like they, yeah. I mean, this is, you know, 25, yeah. 30 years ago. Well, Jonathan, if you're, if you're listening. Yeah, shit. It's like over more than 30 years ago. Yeah. I was like 13 or 14. At the time. That thing came out in like 96. That was the year I graduated. So. Okay. So then it came out in 93. That was my freshman year. That was 30 years ago. That's ridiculous. Is it your... So, when's your... No. Yeah. I okay. gra- I was younger, because I'm an October yeah. baby, so I was always younger than everyone else in my class. Would you go to your 30th high school reunion? I didn't go to any of the other ones. I don't know why I'd start now. Right. <laughs> um... So in Fair Verona, right? Oh, in Fair is Verona, where we set our scene. Right. So we we changed trains yeah. in Verona, and I I have this picture of the snack situation in there. This woman comes by, and it's like being on a plane where she comes by with a little cart, mm-hmm. and she hands us this little tray with a a sandwich. It was a prosciutto and uh, yeah, prosciutto and, and cheese sandwich. And she's like, would you like coffee or champagne or anything else to drink? And I was like, can I have a coffee and a champagne? She's like, yeah. So she loaded us up and I got a bottle of water out of her and then this, these weird little snacks. And um, it was fantastic. And I was like, I started pulling out my wallet. She's like, no, no, it's it's included. 
and the train was so clean and we had our own little section like our own little seats with a little table and free wi-fi and i was just like blown away i was like okay i mean the train left late but at least they knew how to eat <laughs> you know like i mean i don't know how to explain the you didn't really care that much that you were you're like i'm yeah, a little late I, yeah so this is really nice yeah so that's how they do things in italy like that's why they don't care if they're late or if things are running properly they're just like it's fine have another sandwich have, have another sandwich have a glass of wine it's yeah where you got where do you have to be yeah and eventually again i'm not a bunny and you're not a frog but i'm gonna jump ahead Mm-hmm. We got the rental car to drive to Rome, and like, I totally just lost my thought. Well, you were jumping ahead to the rental car, but so the the, the train ride from Verona because well, they don't like nobody cares about being on time or or traffic violations or being safe. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the secret to getting somewhere in a hurry across Rome or Florence or anywhere else if you're in a hurry and you need to get across town quickly is uh, the trick is to not be in a hurry because <laughs> you're not going anywhere you will not there's more traffic than you could possibly imagine and, really and they don't care like they're literally just zigzagging cars like there's streets in the road mean nothing it's it's how many cars can fit and that's all that really matters and then but beyond that they're like like cracks there are little scooters that will fill the cracks mm-hmm. and they make no sound there's all of a sudden there's like a guy cutting you off and you're like holy shit i just killed almost killed this guy like oh my god like and you if, when you drive in the taxis you realize they don't even acknowledge them they will run them the fuck over and it's the <laughs> it's their job to stay out of the way so you just drive your car and it's like oh there's space for me i'm going into it and you're not worried if they, somebody bumps into you, then there's going to be an altercation, and you're going to decide who has to pay for what. But everyone just tries not to run into each other. But uh, but I'm going to try and see if I can get into this little <laughs> spot with my car, and everyone's just kind of edging their way in, and then the little scooters just kind of zip around between everyone like flies, and you just have to ignore them and just keep driving your car because if you react to them, you're going to end up hitting somebody else. So you just you just, just stay do straight. You you just do you. You just figure out where you need. Okay, we're taking a left up there then that is where I'm going. You just move your car and everyone gets the fuck out of the way. Pedestrians are just, yeah, there's people milling around you. Like, it, it was insane chaos. Like, mm-hmm. it's terrifying. <clears throat> well, it's kind of like, I imagine, like when I'm at a four-way stop and it's kind of a, a close call about who's supposed to go or whatever, mm-hmm. I will keep, I will not make eye contact with anyone at the intersection, mm-hmm. but I will keep it in the corner of my eye, the person who's moving. Like, I, I'm just mm-hmm. going to take it Right. But I'm not going to make eye contact because then it gets into that little like, is he going to go? Am I going to go? Is he going to go? Am I going to go kind of thing? And it's like everybody wants to give everyone else the chance. Right. And somebody just needs to go. Mm -hmm. And so I think you just have to kind of like, I'm making that left turn. And just take it. Just do it. Um, So you went to the, you got off Verona to Rome? Florence. Uh, To Florence. To Florence. And then you you got the car rental in Florence. Well, so no, we just took the train. The train drops us off in Florence. And we're like, okay, so how do we get to our hotel? So we kind of rolled around our little suitcases. And I'm like, I need to get uh, a SIM card. Okay, well, let's find the hotel first. So we find our little hotel and we check in. And it was a really cute, bizarre hotel. It was a... I remember Devin asked me like months ago, she's like, do you want to go to heaven or hell? And I was like, what are you talking about? She's like, it's this cute, kitschy little, like sticky hotel where you, you're in a heavenly room or Uh you're in a, it's all red and it's like, and, um, so we were in heaven 
Um, it's Tuscany. The Heavenly Room in Florence. Is yeah. Florence a, like a kind of omelet? Uh, Florentine? Really? Florentine? What is Florentine? I don't really know. Well, I know... Um, is there spinach Florentine? I feel like there's like a... Like when you take hollandaise and you put herbs in it. Mm-hmm. Is that... And that's Florentine? I think so. <clears throat> so you make your way. You find your way to the hotel in... I don't know what happened to my pictures. Well, because I took a picture... One of the elevators came up wrong one time and it was the hell elevator. And it was like... All dark and black inside, just a big neon sign that said "Hell," and I was like, "What the fuck?" Is wrong you didn't get people? on it. There it is. <laughs> so <I was> like, <laughs> okay, nice. So that's just the elevator. I was like, I could only imagine how maddening being in a room that was like it'd be cool for like ten minutes, right? <laughs> and then you'd be like, "We have to sleep in here. We have to, like, yeah. I have to find my underwear in the morning. Like, <laughs> is this as bright as the lights go? Mm-mm. I don't think this is gonna work." Yeah, far <clears throat> more novelty than the heaven room. Yeah. Heavenly was he- was it heavenly? It was pretty cute. I think I did a little tour of the room. Yeah. So um there's our little balcony. Very nice. Overlooking the thing and mm-hmm. The mm-hmm. um the wallpaper was sort of this illusion it looked like a padded room. It does look like a padded room. But they're not. It's just a flat wallpaper. It's just flat wallpaper. But there's these, this mobile hanging above the bed of mm-hmm. these cherubs. Mm-hmm. They're like little baby cherubs in different sexual positions. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. This is a cool little... Yeah. I bet the sex room down in hell is pretty awesome. Yeah, I don't know if they probably had a, a sex swing from the mm-hmm. ceiling. I don't know. I like that phone. Mm-hmm. Cute little refrigerator. I feel like I'd want my own sex swing rather than the communal one. one? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't really know how they work. Like, how dirty do they, do they get? I mean, the, the cognitive dissonance or the denial required to stay in a hotel as it is is yeah. enough? Yeah. The shower was kind of an amazing... Because, um, you know, in those horror movies where, like, you're in the shower and the, the door jams. Mm-hmm. And then the water stops draining and it mm-hmm. starts filling up with water. And you're like, oh, that's a terrifying scenario. But it could never happen because... No shower is built like watertight like that. This one was, and it, like the 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 gaskets around the door went all the way floor to ceiling, and there was like no there was no gap in the ceiling for like the steam. So like the steam, you could take as long a shower as you want, and like the room wouldn't get steamy because mm-hmm. you're just in a glass box next to the bed. So it was like it was a contained. So you could did you try to fill it up? Or well, you no. know, the whole side against the wall was the drain. Like okay, it, it would all, drain. It would wick the water away, right. but if there was some way of plugging that up, then yeah. Plugging the drain up. So, you're in the heaven. We are in the heaven. You, how was the SIM card situation in Italy? Uh, similar. Well, I mean, because like, the first place I went in, I, I ducked into this place. I was like, do you have SIM cards? And the guy's like, oh, yeah, absolutely. And he starts pulling out these, like... They look like previously used Ziploc bags, mm-hmm. and he has like kind of some kind of like sketchy thing. It's wrapped in a receipt or something. He's like, "Oh yes, yeah, so you take this one, uh, put it in your phone, and your phone works in two hours." I was like, "So I'm gonna give you some money," and like he wanted like fifty euro, and he's like, "Yes, and and the phone will yes, it, but it takes like two hours." I'm like, "So I'm gonna just walk out of here after giving you fifty dollars, and maybe my phone will work in two hours, or I come back and you're just gone, or." You know what? I'm gonna shop around for a minute. Thank you. And so we left, and I kind of looked on my phone. Next time I had Wi-Fi, I was like trying to find like a reputable, like a business-looking mm-hmm. one. Like I know 
you know, support the little guy, but the little guy was kind of fucking shady. <laughs> so I was looking for a Visaphone or whatever. It was like they have mm-hmm. this like company. It's like a local chain. And I went in there, and the kid, same thing. It was like, yeah, forty. These are the different plans you have. Uh, this is the the this one will give you more data. You know, for like the longest time. And I'm like, I'm only gonna be here for you know few more days but i guess this is the best package so i gave him 49 euro he fixed up my phone and within an hour my phone was up and running again so so it does take some time it did take a little bit of time okay but i just didn't trust this guy was too no, shady I no. wasn't, you know he didn't sell it so a couple things in italy that i'm just gonna pull from your instagram posts okay. um was there was an elevator situation yes that was was this in fuck. that hotel or was this some other no that was in rome after we drove from from Florence to Rome, we had to return the car, and so we get into this. That was fuck. Driving in Rome was like the worst experience. Why? Narrower roads, more yeah. people, um, more one-way streets. Um, yeah, more cops. It was just bizarre. Oh, I didn't tell you about the the harrowing experience getting out of Venice or getting out of Florence with the car. No, because they have these air these zones called ZTL. And it's zone something something, uh, and it's basically to protect the monuments and the old structures right. from pollution. Which seems and, fair. Yeah, sure. Um, but like all of these streets, so our, our we pick up the car in the middle of the ZTL, mm-hmm. and our hotel is on the other side, but still again in the middle of the ZTL. But all of these streets are one ways going towards like us. So we come out of here, and I'm like, oh, this is all, these are all one way streets. So I had to exit the ZTL. To get up, to go, to turn around and come back to my hotel to get our bags. And you have to pay to get in there. Well, if, you, if you're not permitted in, there's no paying to get in. You're just not allowed in there. And if you are caught, if they take a picture, if one of their automated systems takes a picture of your license plate entering the ZTL and you don't have the permit to be there, they mail you a traffic violation fine of like upwards of $400. But of course, it's a rental car, so they're going to send the bill to the rental car company, and then the rental car company is going to bill us. And the um, only way for you to get to your hotel in a car was to do that. Yeah. And so I'm like, I finally, like, we drove back and forth tr- inside the ZTL trying to find one of these routes. But all of these streets are one ways going the wrong way. So finally, I was like, fuck it. Like, I'm going to have to do it. So we came out and around. And as I'm trying to get back, into the, I'm already like, I'm like, I'm just going to go for it. I'm just going to break the law and go into the ZTL. And, you know, they can try and, you know, I'll just argue with them that, the car was in the ZTL, so fuck your picture. Like, mm-hmm. But so as I'm driving into it, I notice the car behind me is flashing blue lights. I'm like, shit, is that a... And I look, it's a police car. I'm like, great. So I'm getting pulled over. I haven't even done the thing. I, like, how do they know? Like, am I... Because I'm faced that way and there's really mm-hmm. no other way to go. They're like, oh, he's going to try and go in there. They're going to pull me over. So I'm like, and Devin's like, what are you talking about? That's not happening. I'm like, turn around, look. She turns around. She's like, oh, they are. That's flashing their lights. But there's a woman eating a sandwich in the passenger seat. So she's like, I don't know what's going on here. <laughs> Why is there a policewoman eat- eating a sandwich? Oh, okay. So I pulled over for the cop to mm-hmm. have his way with me in whatever fashion they do in yeah. Italy. And as I pull over, he just keeps driving. And it was a procession of these large policia SUVs. So it was like some kind of like... Uh, dignitary? Yeah, it was like or- a dignitary. Or like some kind of political official was just had to get through the area. So as soon as like they went through into the ZTL, I was like, I'm just got right behind them and went right in. So maybe I won't get 
A ticket? A ticket. Maybe they'll think I was with them, or maybe the cameras were turned off. I mean, I don't know. We I'm don't just, know yet, but there's, still, know. there's still, still a possibility you'll get a piece of mail from a rental agency in yeah. Florence. Very, yeah. There's a very good chance <laughs> I'm going to get a $400 <laughs> ticket. Jesus Christ. But so, yeah, then we finally get out, and we get to Rome, and driving, and that's where we stopped on the way, um, and picked up those Pringles. Just outside of Rome. Mm-hmm. And um, the ones that you tasted last week. Yes. Um, anyway, so we, then we get into Rome and we pull into this parking garage thing and we go down. And the first kid I see, it's because we were budget and it says Avis on the thing. I was like, hey, budget. And he's like, down one more floor. We'd already gone down two. So I was like, cool. So we're going three stories down into the pit of fucking despair, right? I don't even know. I don't see any stairwell coming out. I'm like, how the fuck do we even get out of here? Like, we're going to drop this off. And I've got four giant fucking bags I keep telling you about. i got to wheel out of here. So he's like, just drop the car off. Leave the keys in the car. I'm like, great. Um, and yeah, my ID too. Should I just leave my passport in there? <sighs> and then, so we get out. And there's another kid, like, parking a car or something. We just kind of jackknifed in there. And I'm like, how do we get out of here and the kid's like uh he just points at the, this dark wet corner there's like a giant puddle and a bunch of cars crammed in to a dark corner and he says the elevator's over there i'm like great so we kind of wheel over there i have to like shimmy you know sideways pass through these cars and there's like a weird dead end looking fucking closet did you see the video yes i saw the video it was very small yeah and so you pass by that i'm like that couldn't be. That's like a closet. So the next little alcove is clearly a, the filthiest bathroom in all of Rome. And I'm like, well, that's definitely not it. So we have to go back, shimmy back through these cars, back, come back to this thing. And I'm like, I turn around to Devin. I'm like, only one of us can fit in this thing. Like, it's like me in a bag. So I'm going to take a bag up and I'm going to come back for you. Okay? Just sit tight. And so I leave her in the dark as I go this in. This nighttime? No, this is broad daylight, but it's pitch black. We're three feet. <laughs> we're three stories underground, and there's like, there's no real light to be had. Okay. And <clears throat> so I get in there, and I'm as soon as the doors close behind me, I'm like, I'm not the most claustrophobic person, but I was like, if this thing fails in any way, how is she gonna get me out? Like, she's gonna go and find some. Like, how long is it gonna take her to give up? She's gonna wait for me for like. 45 minutes before she chose to find somebody and then tries to find a police officer to communicate that I'm trapped or I'm gone or I'm missing and then maybe find a fireman who's going to like try and dig me. I'm like, this is like a six, I could be in here for hours. I'm sweating just thinking about it right now. Like I'm buried the fuck alive right now. I'm running to run out of air. So I'm holding down this thing. I'm like, please just come on Italy. Just pull it together and work for me. And I go up, I'm holding down the button and then I see the street level come up, and I'm like, oh, thank God. And I open up the things, <clears throat> I drop the bag out on the street, and I'm like, I gotta go back for her. So I turn back around, leaving my bag out on the street of Rome, like I can't do anything else. Like I can't take it with me again. It's like I got a chicken, a wolf, and a bag of yeah. wheat, and I'm yeah. in one canoe. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I gotta go back down there, and I grab another bag, and I'm like, okay, baby, I'll be right back. I'm just gonna, you know, throw this up there. So I took the next bag up, and I went back for her again. And I was like, she's way more claustrophobic than me. I'm like, I can't, she can't go by herself. So I'm like, I'm just going to take her and the last bag. And the three of us are going to, you know, and so we cram in there and right up. And then, no, we still had one more bag after that. So I took her up. 
so she didn't have to sit down there anymore. And I was like, it's okay, so this is what's going to happen. We're going to go all the way up, and then you're going to see the sunlight. It's going to be all right. So just face that way. It's going to be the other door. You go in one door, mm-hmm. you go out the other door. And the doors are going to open inwards. You're going to have to Make move. some room. Yeah, for the, like, that's why it's, yeah, it's even more fucked up. Like, you can't even imagine like how oh terrifying this fucking thing was. So that's why she's waiting on the street, and then I'm like, okay, I'm going to go down and get the last bag. So I went down, got the last bag, and I, yeah, I had to go down there by myself, get the bag, and then the doors open. And what somewhere. happened to the stairs? Are there no stairs? Or there were this... no stairs. I mean, I don't know what you do if the power goes out, or if it had gone out in the middle of this journey of mine. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. You would just wrench the doors open, maybe? Do you have something similar to a crowbar they in there? They come inward, and then yeah. the other doors like open out like that, and they lock in place until mm-hmm. the car comes up so if you're between levels like they're not going to open you just die in there yeah <laughs> jesus christ yeah but you made it everything's fine it. so now we're out we check in the car and now we're like trying to figure out how to get and apparently there's signs all over there that have taxi stands you can't just like hail a cab they won't stop for you but they have taxi stands like you have to go to the taxi yeah. area and there's signs all over the taxi areas that say Uber is illegal in Italy, uh, up to a six or three thousand euro fine uh, for the passenger if you're caught using an Uber. Damn. Yeah. So I'm like, what Get the a taxi? Fuck? Yeah. And so we downloaded this app called uh, not WhatsApp, but it was like a I don't know, it was a different like taxi cab app mm-hmm. that would actually call their cab companies mm-hmm. to come get you. But yeah, they were not very reliable. They need competition. They need Uber to like kick them in the fucking pants because, yeah. Have you got too much of a monopoly? Yeah, 100%. Um, and so that was Rome? That was, you were, they, so that was Rome. And we, yeah, we. we how took, was the food? Did you get some? How was the pasta? The Oh my God. In Italy, <laughs> was it was the amazing. Pizza? Uh, again, amazing. The food in Rome was great. The food in Florence was not amazing. We went to one pretty good restaurant. But it was just like, there were so many tourists and everything was just garbage and the service was bad and people were rude and we made the mistake of, I was just like, let's just pop in and just, we're just, just relax. Like, we don't have to find the best one. There's lines everywhere. There's people everywhere. Can we just, there's a seat. Let's just sit down. And you can smoke everywhere. My mother would not enjoy Italy at all because everyone's just smoking cigarettes constantly. It's a one giant smoking section. My girlfriend said the same thing about Switzerland. She's like, I couldn't believe it. Yeah. Everywhere. Everywhere. Constantly. Yeah. Like, you can't smoke inside, but everywhere outside is now forfeit. <laughs> it's just, yeah. And everyone was smoking. Everyone, yeah. It seems crazy to me. Yeah. I mean... Okay, so so we you grab a, a, so you get a good meal in Rome, or this is in Florence. This the, is in Florence. We, okay. we pop in, they lose our order. We're sitting there for like forty five minutes before, and I ordered a bruschetta and a carbonara. Bruschetta. It is it, it Italy, yes. Maraschino, yes. Or maraschino, <laughs> yes. But, but I mean in Italy. But it's in Italy. Bruschetta. Yes. It was a bruschetta. <laughs> bruschetta okay. depends on what part of Italy you're in. Oh well. They're not confused when you order it. Anyway, <laughs> but he lost our fucking order. So every time the waiter walks by and he's smoking and shit, I'm like... The know. waiter's smoking? Oh, yeah. <laughs> the waiter's like walking around, dropping plates off, smoking cigarettes. I'm just like, dude, like, 
like, what's going on with our food? He's like, oh, yes, yeah, I'm sorry. And there's like some kind of photo shoot going on at the end of the thing. There's like, this, yeah. this woman is dining with the oldest man in Italy. But she's like young, blonde, pretty uh-huh. woman. She keeps getting up, going inside and coming out in a different outfit. And this other woman is like taking pictures of them while they're eating. Mm-hmm. And the steak Florentine is like this traditional Florence. It's like this giant fucking steak. It's bigger uh-huh. than a, I don't know what cut Red it box? is. Redbox? No, it's bigger than like a, a tomahawk. It's okay. like, it's enormous. It's like the biggest steak I've ever seen. And it's the thing that they do. If you see Stanley Tucci's uh, um, Eating Italy or whatever. Mm-hmm. Great show if you have a chance to check it out. It's fucking awesome. And he covers Florence where... Uh, they just take this giant steak and barely sear it, and the meat is like so good you can just basically eat it raw. But I'm not doing any of that. I didn't even try this stupid fucking thing. But everybody at every restaurant has it. And this Florence is very proud of this dish. A giant raw steak. I mean, it's sear, but sear. it's like rare anyway. So they bring out this giant like hunk of meat, and these people are like eating it, and they're taking pictures of them eating. It. I don't know what it was for. Maybe a magazine. Who knows? But everyone's focused on this couple, and so I'm just like. You know, after 45 minutes, I'm like, hey, the carbonara, you know, dovelere carbonara. And he's like, oh, yes, uh, I'm sorry, the chef, he lost your thing. They were just worried about, they're excited about these people or this other thing that's happening. I'm like, great. So he's like, it's coming right now. I was like, okay, so you don't want to just cancel it. Maybe just pay for these Cokes and we'll get the fuck out of here. He's like, no, it's, it's coming, it's coming. And then like another 20 minutes goes by and he brings out the mediocre carbonara. It was okay. So you were at the same restaurant as the oldest man in Italy. Yeah, I was. I was. It was pretty pretty amazing. Who's the oldest man in Italy? I don't know, but he... Um, there was a $6 uh, cover charge for sitting down at this table. With him? No, just in general. Just because we're assholes and we sat down because we're idiots. I was like looking over the bill. I'm like, yeah, they charged me for everything. Like They didn't take anything mm. off for being a 45-minute lost ticket wait. You know, none of that's happening. Mm. None of that customer service is happening. <laughs> Currently, the oldest living person in Italy is Domenica Ercolani, age 113, 91 days. The oldest living man in Italy is Tripolino Giannini. Let me see him. I don't know. No picture? Let me, hang on. Giannini. Let's see. Let's see if we can find him. There he is. Was it this man? That was, was that him. him. That was him. No, that wasn't. Him. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't him. No, that wasn't. You you didn't have dinner with this man. No, no. Actually, it did kind of look like him. Is that him? Don't you all kind of look the same at a certain point? Old people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they do. I mean, kind of looked like that. Yeah, he had white hair. I don't think he had glasses at all. He didn't have glasses on. Well, he was eating. You take your glasses off when you eat. Don't you? I don't have glasses. You have glasses. I have reading glasses. I think so I think you had dinner with Tripolino Giannini. It's well, he was eating with this lovely young woman mm-hmm. off to the side of the room. With the Instagram influencer? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> changed, she changed her outfits like six times. Um okay. So Florence food meh. Meh. Well, Rome. I think what you do is when you're in Florence, just order the Florentine steak. Just just order the, the national dinner or the the local favorite The one that dish. everyone's proud of and right, excited yeah. about. Don't mm. order the fucking carbonara. Because <laughs> they're going to phone it in and I don't care. Yeah. And ask them about the cover charge. You're like, is there a cover charge? You charge me just to sit down? I really like that. Yeah. 
I'm going to start, I want to put a cover charge on my tables, yeah. you know? Do you get the cover charge, or is it just kind of a fuck you tax? Eh, I don't know. <laughs> cool. I mean, I'll split it with the house. <coughs> you get half? Mm-hmm. Nice. Some of these people need a cover charge. They definitely do. Or by the hour. Sometimes I'll ask the host, and I'll be like, so what exactly is the vetting process with these people? And why are all the freaks in my section? Yeah, right? Because <laughs> the hostess is mad at you about something? Did I say something to you? Did I offend you? Yeah. Um, but yeah, if they go over 45, or they go over, so you get your table for an hour. Mm-hmm. You order, you know, $50 worth of food, your table's free. Mm-hmm. But if you go over the hour, then we're going to charge you $100. Something like that, yeah. yeah. Then you have to pay, you have to either order another $50 worth of food. You get a whole hour and 45 minutes if you're like a two-top. That's an more hour than, and 45 minutes? That's more than enough time for that's dinner. plenty of time. I mean, yeah. I would say an hour. You would be surprised. It's not enough time for some people. Yeah. I'm terribly sorry. I don't mean to rush you, but I do have some folks waiting for this table. Yeah. It's time to go. It's time to go. You should have like a little button. just like <laughs> launches them. Yeah. Or even just a little, little tack comes out of the seat. <laughs> oh! Oh, it's time to go. Or just yeah, change the shape of the seat so it's really mm-hmm. uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Like it just. Um, what was food in Rome? Pizza, pasta, all of it. Yeah, it was great. We had all of it. Every, <laughs> everywhere we went. Yeah, I had. Uh, I had. Um, again, we were kind of wandering around, and we just kind of dipped into this one place one night. It was like our one of our last nights there, and uh, cute little spot, little old man. Service was bonkers because it was just three tiny people and it was the the cup the uh the rider cup was going on in rome what is that hockey uh, uh golf yachting? i think golf yeah okay but for some reason it's in i guess golf is really big in italy no but <laughs> there they were and so like the city was extra crowded and so there's all these crazy asshole americans wearing their like you know baby blue um polo shirts and obnoxious plaid pants trying to get tables everywhere and just like hey can i get a table and like you're they're just barking at some little tiny italian woman who's like i don't know and she just kind of like wanders away from them and they're like i don't understand i can't get a table in here and i'm sitting there with Devin, like eating because we just went by and was like you know excuse me uh excuse me, uh do I? Yeah. And they're like, oh, it's easy. And they bring you inside. Excuse me, That's That was yeah. the extent Excuse of your... Uh... I mean, they understand. Like, yeah, you yeah. Wanna, you want can I yeah. come in and for two? And I'm not like, here yeah. for a haircut. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I'm not here for a fucking haircut. <laughs> you got food in here? <laughs> and so they sit down and I had really delicious uh, lamb chops. We had a little lamb. Mm-hmm. And uh, Devin had this ravioli that was pretty spectacular. And uh, we shared a, a caprese. Um, pretty much everybody made their own mozzarella, I find. Like it was like at the restaurant. Yeah, everyone's like, making their own mozzarella. Yeah, it was it was all very fresh. Like, and there was in Florence they had a different style of mozzarella. It was much more loose, not as not as gooey as like a burrata. Mm-hmm. But it was like if mozzarella and burrata kind of had a weird baby from a Carpenter movie. What's that guy's name? The Thing. The Thing. The yeah. Car- John Carpenter. John the Carpenter, Thing. The, yeah. yeah. The, yes. Yes. Like it was yes. like it was like you start to cut into this cheese thing. And it would start to kind of melt, but then there's like weird strings inside of it. And okay. it was like, all right, like this is a weird, yeah, John Carpenter cheese. But um, but it was great. I don't know. I don't like how loose burrata is. I don't really find it appetizing. I like the structure of mozzarella. But it was kind of a mixture of the two, so I was able to quite enjoy it. All right. And what's the pizza like? 
The pizza was great. We had um, it was a square pan situation for us. Okay. Because we we had this one kid. His name was Matt, um, and he was driving us around in a golf cart. And uh, it was how a, did you find Matt? Um, so the the lady at this hotel, uh, Veronica, uh, she was she advised. She was like, "This is the guy. Like, this is what you want to do because because it's electric. It can go into and out of all the ZTLs." So like when you oh. want to do like the double decker buses that do the tours, which mm-hmm. are great, but they can't go anywhere near the monuments because they're all in the ZTLs. <clears throat> so you get this little cart, and this kid picks us up at the hotel, and he's like zipping us around. He's like, "You want a coffee? You want a cigarette? You let me know. We'll stop wherever the fuck." And he, we're driving around. And he takes. He's like, "You want a coffee? You ready for a coffee?" And it was kind of early. We're like, "Yeah, we can have a coffee." He's like, "I take you to the best coffee in in Rome." We're like, "Fucking soul. Let's go." Thanks, Matt. <laughs> yeah, he's like. He, like, drives us through the thing and, like, all the people. He's telling us, like, where, where all the – we went by the Coliseum. We went, and he let us get out and take pictures of everything and had a little coffee. We bought him a coffee and we stood in line. He tells us about the coffee place and kind of, like, the, the customs of, like, what you do is you, you order your coffee and, like, all the baristas have this, like, kind of bank bar kind of thing. And there's no seating room. But what you do is you get up there. You get a, you get a spot. You elbow your way up to a seat and you kind of – you want to take your spot. Like, you kind of own your space. Like, that's your mm-hmm. spot. You want to hang out there long as possible kind of horn in there and kind of showing us that lay of the land a little bit Mm -hmm. and so we had little espressos with them and get back on the thing and uh drove us around and then at some point we were you know feeling a little peckish she's like oh are you hungry you want pizza you want to i'll take you to the best pizza in rome of course of course i'm like the only place he goes well because we were walking around we're looking at something else and i saw like in this window these great pizzas like those look pretty good he's like they do look pretty good and this place this is place is really good but let me take you to the best place in Rome. Mm-hmm. I was like, absolutely, man. Like, let's go. Is this guy getting paid by the hour or what? I don't know. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we jump in and... No, we had him for a set four hours. Okay. It was a four-hour kind of day trip. How much for four hours for Matt? A hundred? Two hundred? Four hundred. I mean, I'm not I'm not judging. I mean, it I was, just... It was a lot. But it was it includes the gratuity and all that kind of stuff. And he Great. gets most of that and And yeah. to have a private tour yeah. of and Italy he took of us Rome? everywhere and we're like, Well what so we want to see the Coliseum and kinda of told him what we wanted to hit and he's like, Oh yeah, we'll hit all those things and we can get on and off and walk around with him and he kinda So of the best coffee us. and the best pizza yeah. and all the things, four hundred bucks? Yeah. It was Fuck it. It was pretty great. I could have easily blown four hundred dollars on a less fun time, for sure. Yeah. On a shitty meal at a shitty place. In a double-decker bus. I thought it was it. very peculiar. My entire time in Italy, in both Florence and Rome, mm-hmm. and up in Tuscany, everywhere we went, every restaurant we went into where we sat down, we each like had our own entrees and we shared an appetizer and we each had a couple of... She had a drink and I had a you know drink. Our check average was 36 euro. Maybe it was 38. Maybe it was 35 and change. But it was like right around there. And every time I picked up the check, it was like 36 again. Like it was like... It was very peculiar. Like, it was always right around 36. No matter how, like, we went to this really fancy place. had, like, her her dish had, like, foam and some other stuff on top of it. It was kind of a, a fancier place. Mm-hmm. 36. And we go to this, like, kind of shithole where it's, like, you know, mediocre carbonara. She had two Cokes. I had two coffees. And a, I had a shot of a Jameson while I was waiting. And, like, everything that I ordered. And then it's, like, 36 euro. Weird. Yeah. It was, like... I saved all my receipts. You can, I'll show you. It's, it's a phenomenon. <laughs> if you ever go to Italy, bring 36, 36 euros. Dollars, 36 euros <laughs> per day. Oh, and then so, but Tuscany, we, did we skip over that? Was we that, may have. I don't know. Yeah, because we... Was went, that before or after Rome? It was before Rome. Okay. Because we, we got the car in Florence to drive, and we drove up 
to Tuscany. I was driving in Italy. Didn't I tell oh, you? you said, oh, yeah, that's right. Harrowing yes. and yes, that's terrifying right. and bizarre. We talked about that. but we, So we went up to Tuscany. We got up to Tuscany, and it was this cute little chateau up on this hill. And it was like this ancient village that had been kind of put back together again. And they had this little pool, and there was a, uh, a jacuzzi dining ritual. Um, I don't know. Devin had uh, uh, prearranged this okay. thing where they're like, right this way and I'm like what's going on she's like just listen to them and so we put on our bathing suits and we walked out in these robes mm-hmm. I was like what the fuck is happening and they, they walk us out and there's like the jacuzzi that kind of overlooks the whole valley and as this, the mood the sun is setting and the mood is getting ready to come up and then they start bringing out platters of uh, charcuterie and uh, rum and they, they'd ask us like what we like to drink and I was mm-hmm. kind of like discussing like oh you know, mostly whiskeys and things. They're like, we don't have whiskey, but we have rum. And I was like, yeah, should I like, you know, like Zacapa? I was like, yeah, it's great. It's great rum. And then, you know, champagne. And so we went out and sat in this hot tub and ate charcuterie and champagne yeah, and watched it was the moon. Fantastic. That sounds awesome. Yeah. Um, what about the wine scene? Did you go on any wine tours or anything? Being from Sonoma, I know you both. We didn't, um, wine was readily available. Yeah. And because, yeah, we're from here and I was just like, it's going to be the same. Like you want to tr- go out to a vineyard where they tell you this is the first and best winery. Someone say that's makes... blasphemy. It's well, going to be the like, same. I'm just saying every winery you go there. I mean, well then, hey, wineries, change up your fucking shtick. Because every single winery you go out to, they're like, oh, we were the first ones to grow Pinot in this area, or we're the first ones to grow Pinot and put it in this particular type of oak barrel, or we're the first ones to grow Pinot and put it in this oak barrel and toast it, or we're the first ones to grow this. And the... It's like, they're always the first to fucking Wait do Wait a second. Are you nonsense. saying that wine they're is all... nothing but bullshit in marketing? No, I'm saying quite a lot of it is, but but I'm just saying they all have the same, we are the first shtick. Mm-hmm. Like, be a winery and be like, yes, yeah, so uh, we're not the first in any way, shape, or form. We just really like this grape, and we thought that we could grow it really well here, so we tried it out. We found this winemaker, and he did all this blending, and we've been growing these things, and we're, we are really excited about the product that we're making, but we're in no way, shape, or form the first to do any of this. Yeah, come out honestly a little bit. No, they put you on a tractor to... Pretend like you want to go and look at their grapes grow. Or, you know, it's like, well, this is where we harvested it from. And, yeah, it doesn't, you know, it's hot and dusty and, you know, sorry about your shoes. Now go and sit and talk about the soil composition that we invented. It's like, Jesus fucking Christ. Like, I don't even want to do that in Italian. Like, no, I don't want Okay. I don't want to barely understand your bullshit, <laughs> much less experience your bullshit in English ever again. I've done it. Fair enough. So you make a very good point. Yeah. Um, so we didn't do any of that. Not it. But there are a lot. There was lots of wine happening for sure at every meal. Nebbiolos, um, Chianti's, Chianti's, yeah, all the things, all the Italian varietals. Mm. Um, and then Rome was the last place. Rome was the end of the tour. Yep. Um, Best. I'm gonna sneeze here. Uh oh. Wait for it. There it is, folks. Oh, there you the daintiest go. Daintiest sneeze this side of the Mississippi. Mm. Um, how was the flight back? Oh, was that fun? That was the worst because <laughs> there was no there was no layover, was there? Well, no, because well, we we flew from Italy to Amsterdam and then Amsterdam to JFK, and the plane left late from the... fucking Italy, so we're trapped in this coffin 
it's just getting more and more full of people and it's just getting hotter and hotter and it's it's like the elevator experience all over again but you're in the plane we're in the plane <coughs> it's slowly filling up and there's no sign we finally everyone's seated and we sat there for like an hour and a half and we're like i'm looking at the time because it's only like an hour and a half flight and we have to like land and then we were gonna have i think a two-hour layover and then transfer to this plane in amsterdam but we get there a half hour after our plane was boarding like so as we're flying through the air we're like i'm like baby if we don't land like if we landed now we might make our flight but we're still in the air and she's like yeah i know this is really bad but i can hear everyone behind it like all the americans on the plane are like what we're gonna do we can't get to uh jfk what we're gonna do there's like all these like weird accented americans just like freaking i'd start out. booking a room in amsterdam is what i would start doing well i turned around i was like well maybe we just live in amsterdam now like maybe i'll find a job it's gonna be fine we'll do great mm-hmm. and uh you know ha 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 and then we get there and then everyone's they're so slow because they're fucking italians and they don't give a shit right and like everyone's just taking their time and like watching it took 45 fucking minutes to get off of that fucking plane and now it's you know 11:45. our plane was boarding at 11:10 or 11:05, and i'm like we're fucked like we're so fucked right now and so we just book it as soon as we hit the tarmac i'm like excuse me excuse me excuse me like pushing past me i'm like fuck it i'm the rude american it's fine you can hate me have nightmares about me talk shit about me for the rest of your life running through the airport trying to get to our gate which is on the other end of the airport of course it is yeah we were at, our flight was in d we arrived in c or a or b i don't know the edge of between b and c anyway we're like running and finally like devin sees this woman at the end of the, and she's like turn back and devin's just like pulling these two giant suitcases this was all carry-on or how did you get this stuff? oh no no wait those were checked you're right those were checked so the bags were getting there right well she still had bags you know things that she bought but, right, 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 okay. But she's just like running along. She's like, <sighs> after sitting on a plane, I don't know, whatever the fuck. And then, so we're running along, and she's like, "There's a woman up there. Just drop everything. Just go, go catch her." So I just start hauling ass, and I'm like, "Wait, wait!" I'm waving my ticket, and she's like, "What's your name? What's your name?" I was like, "Schmidt and Fenimore, Schmidt, Schmidt." <laughs> and she's like, "Okay," and I was like. There's more behind me. Like, um, there's like 12. You're a hero, Walter. There's, more, there's 12 more people behind me that I have to. She's like, okay, we'll just go. And she waves me around the corner. There's like 15 of these people working there. And they're like, what's your name? I was like, Schmidt, Schmidt. Like, what are you all like staring at me for? And they're like, okay. And boarding pass, passport, whatever the fuck. Get on the plane by the skin of our teeth. We pull, get on, step onto the plane, of course. There's a plane full of people. Who responsibly arrived on time? <laughs> who have been waiting? <laughs> who are for... fucking annoyed at you now? Oh who yeah, hate you. The oh, entire yeah. plane hates There's you, thinking, to like thinking that it. you're irresponsible. Right? <laughs> yeah, like I, I did this. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, they're all like glaring, and they're like, "Ugh, you fucking American pigs!" Of course, it's a fucking American world revolves around you. Like, no, it revolves around fucking Italy, apparently. Gala fucking Leo, right? <laughs> so we finally pull up to our, we roll up to our seats, two empty seats. Next to a little window mm-hmm. with a little dude sitting there. And I was like, excuse me, uh, excuse me, man. Um, and he's like, oh, are these your seats? I was like, yeah. So he was like, he thought he won the fucking lottery. Right. I was just going to have this whole yep. little row by himself. He really did. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. Pull so the rug out from underneath him. He had his little <laughs> neck pillow. He gets up. He's like, all right. All right, all right I'll he get went you. back to his little crowded area. Because it was a full flight. Yeah. You know? So we get in there. Turn on the air. 
which yeah american airline has fucking air flowing to it which is nice yeah yeah italian air italia it was called ita 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 airline ita ita airline yeah thank you for flying ita airline and so from amsterdam to, to san JFK, francisco uh, or no, jfk to jfk and another transfer yes did you have a long layover there uh, five hours or something, which was, and Devin's like, oh, I'm gonna, you know, hang out and have a cigarette, maybe you get a coffee. I'm like, baby, if we learned anything, no. Like, if you want to do that, because she has, you know, super special, she flies all the time, so she right. just gets to skip TSA, basically. Right. Like, she has a special little clearance thing. So I'm like, I'm gonna go start getting searched now. I'm gonna go pull up in my asshole and let them look in there, because we've got to, you know, keep going. The TSA pre-check is amazing, by the way. I signed up for that, and I would suggest anyone do it. Well, if I could get my affairs in order, but for the next flight, I will. Right for the next flight, yeah, not this one. But so you work. go, you you you're in JFK. So I start my Byzantine experience, yeah. going through the lines, and it's like there's nobody in the line, but they make you just walk back and forth across their little ticker mm-hmm. thing. <sighs> get through that. Of course, they took our olive oil away. It was in a duty-free, like, sealed pouch, which they're mm-hmm. supposed to just honor. Just be like, oh, you got this at the duty-free? Like, it's been sealed by a government official, so you can just take it through. They're like, well, some olive oils, yes, and some olive oils, no. And I'm like, and which is this? They're like, this is a no. <laughs> I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> Thanks, TSA. I mean, I don't know if, like, the contents of the olive oil are somehow more flammable and it could combust in the midair. I mean, I don't know what, what their reasoning is for taking this particular bottle of Tuscan olive oil, but and ever since, like even at the crab cake sandwich, what's it called? The Cracker Barrel. What's the, the Cracker Barrel? The crab cake store right here. The fruit, fruit basket. basket. The fruit basket. <laughs> the so I was like, picking up sandwich. their pasta and shit, and I was like looking at their little olive oil shelf. Uh-huh. Yeah, they've got some from Portugal, but nobody has fucking Tuscan olive oil. Probably Neither do you now. <laughs> yeah. So apparently, it's because it's forbidden. Like you can't get it out of the country. Mm-mm. You can't even smuggle it out. So. Should have checked it. Good. Yeah. If I hadn't already checked my bags, but yeah, because we got it duty free, so right, of course, yeah, because you couldn't, right? Um, and so you made it. That was fine. Yeah, JFK so was no big deal. Yeah, I made it there with twenty minutes to spare, and then I tried to get a fucking bottle of water from the asshole bartender right. who yeah. admit she had one, which is why I didn't tip her. And then I came home to America. I mean, well, San Francisco. Yeah, to San Francisco. <clears throat> Happy the only flight that I was on at all that had people wearing masks on it. So, well, that's is what it is. is. Is what that is. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. Yeah. But you made it home. Made it home. Got the car out of Hawk. So when traveling through Italy, it's suggested that you <clears throat> give yourself a fair amount of buffer when leaving Italy. An enormous buffer. Just have an extra day. Just an extra day in Amsterdam yeah, would have been hours. nice. Yeah. I mean, just give yourself. Because, yeah, when we're trying to make that thing, then you have to go through uh, a customs wait line again. I'm yeah, because like, you're just, in a different country. Right, but it's like, I mean, fuck, I'm care. just getting right on another plane. Like, I'm not exposing your country to anything. Like, I'm just trying to get out of your country again. But, yeah, you have to get in. I'm like, we're not making this flight. This is insane. That's, I'm definitely going to buffer, put the buffer in. Yeah. Um, I mean, I thought two hours was plenty of time. It's not. It's not. Obviously. And, yeah. <clears throat> I don't even know that I would have, like, at that point, I would have been like, 
we need to find a room. I would have started booking a room in the Netherlands if I thought. Well, even like, where was it? Was it JFK? I think it was. Because we had plenty of time in JFK for sure. But again, like, I had to go through this queue. Oh, because she didn't have to because she had the... Right. She has the fucking clear thing. So I'm coming back into the country and I get in this queue that's like, this queue is, it's big enough to hold, like, a again, it's like a, it's as big as the tent I was in at Oktoberfest of just lines. But we we're fairly early. So our first plane or two planes that arrive similar-ish times fill up the queue like maybe seven or eight of the of mm-hmm. these full extensions. But I'm like towards the end of it. Like I'm like the last. But I'm like, wow, that sucks. And then more planes arrive and more planes arrive. And pretty soon this room is filled with people like just waiting for their, you know, German shower. You know, you're just like in this fucked up line. And you're like... Why are we, like, what are we, like, why isn't it moving? Like, what's happening? And I see some kid, like, open up a li- open up a thing, and then the line moves. And you can see the worm, which I thought was pretty fascinating. When you're in one of these super long snake mm-hmm. queues, because, like, you see somebody go, and you see them step forward, and then they step forward. And you, you watch, watch the whole you thing move. It move. And then you're like, okay, when's it going to get to me? When's it going to get? And then I look over, and the lady in front of me has stepped up. And I was like, and people are like, come on, step up. I was like, okay. So I stepped forward, and I was like, I didn't realize there were two. Like it would get to you before the next one starts, and mm-hmm. like so there were multiple of these like worms of space, and it was it was kind of fascinating to watch. That's how I entertained myself. Well, for the, what else are you gonna for do? The two hours that I was in line, yeah. Jesus. So Buttons you've got to you've got to do TSA pre-check. You can do it now. I'm gonna. Get you can it get there's there's. Um, I used to be on clear, but I, I. That's like the super one, right? No, it's under. Well, maybe well, maybe it's. But it's not global entry. Global entry. Global entry. And then, then clear, clear. Then TSA pre-check. Uh, okay. Is that right? Maybe. Something like that. I just had the TSA pre-check for domestic flights. Mm. Global entry is like international. Mm-hmm. But it was so awesome. Like I, I got it and I had to make sure I didn't have it on my boarding pass the first time and then I got denied and had to go around. But once I got it all figured out, they're like, yeah, it's right over here. And it was infinitely easier. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, we don't care shoes no shoes or belt or whatever it was see i thought you'd be against this this whole like because it's the man right it's like the machinery you're in the system like they've got your well they have your yeah they have they they have it anyway well they have it anyway but yes basically you you submit to an fbi um uh check background check yeah and so now that i'm i've been checked i mean i'm i'm i don't like it but also i'm trapped in it yeah and so do I, I want to be? I had this conversation with you in my head again yeah. while I'm standing this line. I'm like, I'm like, I wonder what side John John would not. I fucking hate it. Yeah, but it was cheap. It was only seventy eight bucks for five years. Mm-hmm. It took me twelve minutes to yeah. do the whole. Claire was like eighty dollars a year. Well, so, but that and was again, five years ago too. So it's probably gone up. So yeah, I know I don't like it, but also my whole thing about traveling is like, how can we mitigate the suffering? Mm-hmm. How much suffering can we mitigate? Because it's because there's suck. a lot of suffering. <laughs> it's gonna suck. They have so much suffering. But to dole if we out. can organize it all ahead of time, mm-hmm. like that—that's always my thing. Is like, you know, when I went to New York and I'm looking up the subways, I'm like, how do we get from here to here and here to here? And we're gonna do this. And then they have like luggage lockers, which were were amazing because you just we walk into a little corner store. It's literally called the corner market, mm-hmm. and they're like, yeah, some guy named Raj. It's on the app. Says, is this in the airport? No, this is in the Lower East Side of Manhattan. Okay, because I saw one of those in Florida, like two doors down from our hotel. So, but so, I didn't understand the point of it. Like, so the you, point is, because I need my luggage. Like, I don't, well, except our 
we have to check out of our room at 11 a.m. Mm-hmm. Our flight doesn't leave until le- we're not catching the train to the oh, airport until four. Gotcha. So I've got five hours in Manhattan. Gotcha. I don't want to carry my bag. Okay. So I go to the corner market. And it's got a good review and all that stuff. And you just give it. And the guy says, you take a picture. I'm taking a picture. Basically, they have a locked room somewhere in the back of their mm-hmm. market. Yeah, they locked your luggage. That, but yeah. But okay, that makes sense. It was an Airbnb, it, so I didn't have a hotel. As a process. That makes sense, though. I, I get it. I get it. And then we came I back like that. four hours later, and it was I, there. I walked past this, like, it was like a, you know, a, a, a automat. You know, like, mm-hmm. you know, like, there's no people. It was like, a, it was just a room full of lockers. Mm-hmm. And it was like... Yeah, this weird locker thing. And I was like, it said luggage something or other. I was like, that's fucking weird. Like, what would you... Like, I need my stuff. And I didn't consider, like, yeah, when you check out, there's going to be... There's all this time. Time. Like, well, let's go shopping and fuck around. Anything. And, yeah. Just be without your fucking bag for four hours before your flight. But Yeah. It'd be cool yeah. if they had one outside the ZTL. I could have, like, taken our Anything. baggage. Anything. And then gone to get the car and not have to drive back into the ZTL. But we'll see. That works out. So, what? It was a successful trip. I think so. I didn't get a tan or anything, but my liver hates me. <laughs> How was the weather? The weather was fantastic. Um, no rain. While we That's were there, good. I didn't see any rain. I don't mind rain, but it didn't happen. Yeah, yeah. cute little towns and cute little people and Will driving on the autobahn. Would you ever go back, or are you going to go somewhere else? What's the next trip? Um, I don't know what the next trip is. We were talking about, because uh, I didn't get down to see, uh, was it Calabria, where Francesco is? You didn't. Yeah, you didn't I didn't. Get a chance. I would have heard but about it. It's five hours from Rome. And mm. he's like, oh, I'll come up and see you. I'm like, don't drive up five hours, because I don't know where we're going to have dinner. Like, I, I don't know what, don't do it. So, I, t- I called him, I talked to him. You didn't want to inconvenience the man? <laughs> yeah. I would have said drive up, I'm only here. But, okay. Five hours he lives there. Anyhow. Anyhow, yeah. Next time. Next time. Um, so maybe we'll go see, was it Calabria and then Palermo, Sicily, or we know, I'd like mm-hmm. to see Sicily. I want to go to Amsterdam. Yeah, the airport's cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, Check it out. Well, I think that's <clears throat> it for us for now. Is that now. it? Yes. Let me, see my, let me check my list of things that we was there, did you Did we miss anything? I don't know. That's why I'm looking on my list. Let's see. Johnny. Um, flights to Munich and the city. Oktoberfest. Train ride through the Alps to Tuscany. Driving from Florence to Rome. We discussed all those things. We got all those things and more. Great. All right. I got to go get ready to do my thing. All right. Let's get you out. Let's get you to work on time. And uh, I'll see you next week. All right. See you next week, buddy. <laughs> oh, uh, what is it? Uh, Vilkomen? Uh, Vilkomen. Bienvenue. Welcome. Okay. Oh, I, what's Alvita saying? That's goodbye. Welcome. Fremder. Etranger. Stranger. Glücklich zu sehen. Je suis enchanté. Happy to see you. Bleibe. Reste. Stay. Vilkomen. Bienvenue. Welcome. Im cabaret, au cabaret, du cabaret. Madame Damon and Heron, messieurs et madame, ladies and gentlemen. Guten Abend, bonsoir, good evening. Wie geht's? Comment ça va? Do you feel good? Ich bin ihr confrancer, je suis votre compère. I am your host. Un sagen, willkommen, bienvenue. Welcome. 
Im cabaret, au cabaret, du cabaret.